How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the HGO Podcast. My name is Kyle, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend Hunter. How are you doing, man? Oh, I'm doing just swell. And joining us on location, on his vacation, Ethan's back by popular demand. How are you doing, man? You just can't get rid of me. I let you have one week off, and now I'm back, <laughs> baby. Hello. Uh, yeah. I'm What's going good. on, dude? How's, I don't know why I'm here. It's how's the vacation going? Top Howard, I guess. It's all right. It's all right. Um, it's been a bit of a mad one. Nice. Uh, what have you been up to? I don't know what to say. Yeah, just doing normal things. I mean, uh, have I said on the podcast where I am? I don't think so, but I'm, just remind I'm, the people. I'm in, I'm in Florida at the moment. Um, Hell yeah! I have a couple of hobby. I have a couple of hobbies that aren't gaming, surprisingly enough. One of them is I like theme parks, so I'm around here doing some theme parks with some family. Um, He's becoming yeah. one with the Gators. I am. I mean, I'm seeing some on the scene with the Florida men to see what's actually happening here. <laughs> uh, the, some of the crazy, you should see the crazy stuff happening down here. It's crazy. Great. Um, but now I'm just uh, hanging out and apparently spending every other waking minute playing Starfield. So it's been a good, it's been a weird balance of um, a time. But hey, it's been good. It's hey, been good. Someone's got to do it. Someone has to do it. And apparently it's me. I tell you what is the the weirdest part of doing this is obviously I'm on your time zone. Yeah, doing this yeah. at seven feels wrong. I feel like <laughs> this is this isn't right. <laughs> like if it's not the dead of the night, if it's not when nobody should realistically be recording a podcast, it doesn't feel like. <laughs> so it just be in the middle of the evening. This doesn't feel like good at all. Like I don't know. It's very weird. The it whole mobile setup feels strange to be honest. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's weird. It's good. Audio listeners, if Ethan's audio sounds a bit funky, it's because he's on mobile. It's yeah. It's not even that. It'll be the echo of the room. This room yeah. is terrible, terrible noise suppression. Right? It's like just the worst acoustics. <laughs> it's, it's not great. <laughs> it's not great. So Do I not apologize. record an album in that room. <laughs> oh, but, oh, but imagine the echo. Imagine we don't even have to. We don't have to make that artificial. We can just just get the choir in the back. It'd be great. Um, <laughs> but no. So I'm on my little diddly. Um, mobile setup which is basically just a tripod this little hundred dollar mic for my iphone and then yeah so that yeah no it's better than that it cost me like a hundred dollars don't 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 diss the mobile setup that costs way too much money and this webcam is probably better than my actual webcam um all things considered (laughs) because it's you know I, i pay way too much for this phone but it's good um but yeah, it, 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 it'll be fun. I've got a lot of things to say about Starfield. And the best part is, is I've heard that there's a load of controversy and all that jazz online. Hunter just left. He heard the word Starfield and he's like, I'm out. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> but, um, there's been a lot of controversy around this game. Also, as far as I can see from the ba- look of Twitter, I've basically just gone into kind of um, hermit mode with this game where I don't know anybody's opinions on this other than People are screaming. The Metacritic score is fluctuating because fanboys cannot stop <laughs> warring against each other. It seems the Starfield um, arrangement is something to witness from a distance. It is hilarious. So I feel like it's I've missed something because I just haven't. Like my Twitter feed has been completely devoid of Starfield stuff. I don't know if I'm just not following the right people or what, but. I, I, I wouldn't have even known this game came out this week. 
I mean, well, it didn't. It came out last week. You know what really? I mean. Like, you know what I mean. It's one of those games. It's like it's like Mortal Kombat, right? Where we were like, it's coming out next week, and it technically is if you want to give um, the Warner Brothers way too much money to play it early, right? Yeah. Which I am not doing. Correct. <laughs> yeah, you look forward to Axolotl next week, but yeah. you know, it's <laughs> it's like Starfield is was doing like, hey guys, we have six million concurrent players at launch, and I'm like, well, congrats, your launch was five days ago, and we're building it up because I paid thirty dollars to play it early. It's stupid, but um, I did it. Um, so yeah, it, it it it's basically just been the classic uh, fanboys fighting against each other's social media and kind of review outlets, kind of. Um, firing shots into the wall themselves to try and fuel the flames a little bit mm. it's been a ma- it's been a mess to be honest and I, i've not even been paying attention to it i i've not heard a single opinion on this video game i've just seen some random tweets <laughs> be firing at each other and not they've not even been opinions they've just been sort of like people from xbox or windows websites firing stupid shots and people from playstation websites firing them back and it's like this is this is bizarre, and this is why you should never trust any review outlet that has the words Sony, Nintendo, PlayStation, or Windows in the title. Like, just ignore mm. them, move on. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I've kind of, I've kind of been fortunate where it's like because I've been in this kind of hermit scenario. I've been in this bubble where it's just been me and this video game for set amount. Of- oh no, Uh-oh. he's gone. <laughs> oh no, Todd Howard didn't like that. <laughs> Todd Howard popped the bubble. Am I back? Am I back? <laughs> Welcome back. I don't know what that was. We'll just roll with it. Um, I'm trying to silence you. I hope that this no opinions on the video game, and now you will give no opinions on the video game. (laughs) I hope that this never happened in test recording, and now it's happened twice. Yeah, and I'm on mobile data, so it's not even like it's my Wi-Fi cutting out. I don't know what that is. You might want to write the timestamps, Hunter, just so Kyle can do some little cuts. Just nah, it'll be fine. It's funnier. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Sorry, listeners. Uh, <laughs> what was the last thing you heard? I've just been in, you were in a Starfield bubble. bubble. I've been in a Starfield bubble, so it's been fun to kind of just sit with a video game because I feel like for the longest time, right, we've always, at least doing this podcast, even if we have tried to go in as blind as possible, we've heard whispers and rumors and rumblings because all the review embargoes always mm-hmm. beforehand. So to go into this game completely kind of <laughs> opinion-free, bias-free has been really interesting. So yeah. We'll talk all about it, I guess. All right. Hey. Did you want to do the spiel? <laughs> You're the host. You I mean, like we're eight hold. minutes into this video right now. You want to just, like, might as well just get into it right now. Cool. We've Podcast already been talking so much about Starfield. Hot gamers only. Yeah. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Sorry about the terrible audio. Where do you want to start, I guess? What's the, where do you want to start? I'll let you. I don't know what's happening. I'm here to just answer some questions about Todd Howard's little love child. Right, let's get into it. Do you like it? Well, oh, we're just going to go right for the throat. You're going to ask how yeah. long I played? What's the, what's the what's the deal? We're just going straight What's this that. video game about, Ethan? Okay, well, that's a For great people like me who haven't really... paid attention to Starfield at all. In the nine now nine years it's been being developed for, whatever. <laughs> Way too long. Uh, so, for those of you who are unaware, Starfield is the latest RPG from Bethesda. Uh, not latest game by like not the publishing branch, the game studio, the one with Todd Howard, them lot. Right? Mm. They haven't made a game realistically since Fallout Four. Um, they dabbled with seventy six, but they 
basically punted that off to somebody else to deal with for the most part. So, yeah, this is their first game since 2015, which yeah, is a long time. Yeah, Fallout came out in 2015. They've just been one of those devs that's kind of been stuck in dev hell for a little bit, and I feel like um, this is the first time we've seen them come out for a long time, so it's the newest game, and it's the first time in 25 years that they are doing something new, because <laughs> they've been... <laughs> They did Out of the Scrolls for the... Oh, he's gone again. Oh, no. Maybe I will edit these out. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe I left this in here for you, audio listeners. Who knows? This is great. This is really stupid. <laughs> this is Why is it doing that? It's not... Can we blame Florida for this? We no, can't. Let's I'm do it, can you still see me fine? I'm going to literally yeah. close every other app that isn't Discord. Maybe that fixes it. Um, what did you hear last? I'll just go into that. Uh, they were working on Elder Scrolls 4. Okay. <laughs> okay. They were working on Elder Scrolls for the better part of the 90s to early 2000s, and then they acquired the Fallout IP. They didn't create the original two Fallouts. They bought the IP. Um, and made Fallout 3 and 4, and then New Vegas was obviously not even them, it was uh, Obsidian. So there's been a whole load of these Bethesda RPGs that have been in the same two universes for the mm -hmm. longest time, and this is the first time in 25 years that they have um, tried to do something new, I guess. Um, and, it's a and it's basically a sci-fi kind of open world, we'll get to that uh, RPG where you are playing the role of the... Uh, self-insert protagonist as you always do in a Bethesda game where you are basically the the main premise of this story is you are a miner who gets discovers an artifact that does something to you that you don't truly understand and get uh, whisked away to this uh, organization called Constellation who are out there to discover the unknowns of the uh, of the stars essentially about 250 years or something in the future from here so that's kind of the base gist of it but it's it's the kind it's the same kind of setup as every other bethesda rpg that mm -hmm. you've ever played if you ever played one where you are a mysterious person who is somehow special to this unit this world um and you yeah. just get you start it you start in a very generic thing it kind of doesn't really do the bethesda big pan open here's the big kind of Escape. It kind of does it. it kind of does the Fallout thing, but not really. But it, it's it's interesting. It's a Bethesda game. It's I feel Bethesda. like it's hard to make that look <laughs> impressive in space when it's just black sky and stars. Oh, and it's not. It literally is. Just <laughs> a bit, it's literally just. It literally is just opening of an airlock, and you're on a planet, and it plays the kind of Starfield theme. It's just like, hey, uh -huh. look, you're in you're in space. <laughs> you guys space. seen space before? It's pretty cool. Um, I loved that part of Portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> me too me too um but yeah so that's the kind of gist of starfield and if you've um, like i say if you've ever played a bethesda rpg you kind of know what you're in for there's some things that make this game unique there's some things that make it extremely similar to previous uh bethesda games for better or worse but it, it, at its core, it is a Bethesda RPG, and I don't think anybody will be shocked. I don't think I have started firing shots in either direction from that <laughs> statement, hopefully. Did they um, keep the weighted value uh, inventory system? Yeah. 
boo that smells that's always boo. the worst part of our games so, I, I, I don't know i feel like we're going about this the wrong way i feel like we'll talk about that that's 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 not the second thing we should be talking about no. uh, <laughs> this is just a genuine question nitpicks curious i like how it's like yeah like we're not even going to talk about how long have you played what's the kind of role-playing system like what's the nah screw all that like what's it about how much does a bobby pin weigh is encumbrance back? Like, is that the real question? Yeah. So anyway, back. how long have you been playing, man? How much time have you managed to <laughs> squeeze in on your, you know, roller coaster lines there? Uh, well, uh, yeah, uh, I've played uh, over twenty hours of Starfield so far. Um, oh. Quite a sizable amount, but on my current playthrough, I am only sixteen hours into the game. Um. Did you start? I have this. Did you beat yes. it already? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, has, it has the Far Cry thing where you can just get a fake ending straight away. It's like, there you go, job's done. Um, no, I did the same thing I always do with these kind of games. Where it's funny because last week you were talking about how you're like, hey, I'll, I'll, I'll go back to that save from Tales of Vesperia, whatever the one it was. Oh, yeah. Exactly what I'm going to do if I ever return uh, yeah. to it. <laughs> yeah, you know, you'll like, play the, you'll go reboot to that 10 hour save back up. Where it's like, when I got here in America, the first day was the day that Starfield came out in early access. So I was like, I'm going to play. And I played for like two or three hours and I wasn't feeling it. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't like, I spent 45 minutes in the character creator. I didn't like the way my character looked. I, um, We'll get to it in a bit, but something that makes this game unique is you don't just... You, in prior uh, games, at least in terms of Elder Scrolls, which is where I come from, I haven't played Fallout, um, is you usually pick... Uh, uh, like a, you, pick, you pick a race, right? So you pick... like There's like multiple human races. There are a couple of weird ones. Like There's the lizard people, and there's all sorts the of the cat, cat people. people. The Khajiit. Yeah. <laughs> there's plenty of... Um... Khajiit has <laughs> if you have coin. Yeah, and the kind of weird things to do. The way that this game kind of differentiates differentiates itself is obviously everybody's a human in this game. Um, you can make your humans look weird. You can make them look like Todd Howard. You can do whatever you want, right? But it's like you've got that system, and the way this game kind of differentiates itself is you have a background and three traits, and you can customize. You can pick them from a list, and that's kind of it. Gives your character your kind of backstory, and it gives you some unique traits that change the way the game kind of plays in small ways. Oh, so you get something to choose from now instead of just being assigned one like in in Fallout you were married and had a child and that was lame. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Whereas this game is fully kind of I would say that to me this is the most I've ever felt like it's a role-playing game and Bethesda games have always been very much role-playing. Silent protagonists for the most part we will not talk about Fallout 4 but you know it's like for the most part, silent protagonists, multiple options, multiple different ways to play. Um, but you've still been locked into that kind of, hey, you're a prisoner on a cart and a dragon just saved your life. And it's like, okay. Whereas this game very much is, yes, you're currently a minor, but you can choose the background that your character's had. You can choose these three traits that differentiate you from different playthroughs that can have major implications on minor ones, right? Like most of them, some of them feel like they're better than others. Like some of them are just, hey, you were born in this territory so you have citizenship here so you get some certain benefits from that kind of area that's one of your traits Mm -hmm. other ones the there are other ones like the adoring fan from the e3 demo right where the you know you get this you get your the world's biggest fan and he'll stalk you for half the game and it's like you know like silly stuff like that did i pick that of course i did but my first one i picked pack mule at least 
yeah, I picked mm-hmm. a background and some traits that I didn't like, and I wasn't clicking with the game. So I took like three days off. I didn't play much Starfield after that. And then I came back, and then I've put 17 hours into this character, although it's 16 plus one because I had to replay a whole hour because we'll get into that um, <laughs> role-playing shenanigans. Bethesda, <laughs> Bethesda weirdness. Um, I feel like that tends to happen when you play these kind of games. If you like me and you're really heavily into role-playing, that stuff kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so 20 hours, give or take. Nice. <laughs> Uh, Any questions? Uh, like, keep keep the questions moving, guys. Come on, <laughs> I believe in you. You can do it. Sorry, I was getting How's water. It feel to do what's the gameplay? Game what's the gameplay like? Does it shoot nice? It feels pretty good for the most part. Um, I'm playing it on Series S, so um, my ex is at home. I brought the S in my hand luggage. Um, so I'm playing it on that, and it runs it runs perfectly fine. I've not had any issues. There's been a couple of uh, frame drops and stuff like that. But I'd akin it more to, say, Zelda on Switch than anything like, um, say, Gotham Knights on PS5 at launch, right? It's not, like, unplayable. It's just, like, you get your dips into the low 20s and you just kind of bear with it because these games kind of have those kind of moments where you go into a big area. You just get frame time drops like that. So it's fine for the most part. Um, I feel like, in terms of the gameplay... Uh, Gameplay is where I'm going to be probably the most negative in this review. I should feel like if I if I put my if we put where I'm feeling on this game, am I on the side of people saying that this game is great game of the year contender, or is this game terrible, poo poo, stinky, four out of ten? We love the PlayStation, we love Jim Ryan, right? I am definitely <laughs> on the I'm on the game of the year side. I I think this game's really something special, but there's a lot of bethesda jank that comes with it where it was acceptable in skyrim here we've had a lot of time why is the jank still here it's like one of those um and the gameplay is just fallout it is fallout without the fats is the way i describe it there is oh that makes it so much worse (laughs) (laughs) the gunplay feel no the gunplay let me hit that when i say that i mean it in like the nicest way where the the gunplay does feel better than Fallout from the little okay, bits of Fallout well, I played. That's it does good. feel better. <laughs> if it felt as if it felt equal to Fallout and didn't have the vats, that would be really bad. In <laughs> fact, I'd say the gunplay is pretty damn good, especially for these kind of games. You've played these kind of games, these first-person shooters, and if you've played something like a Call of Duty or something where that's their bread and butter, and then you go and play a Ubisoft game like Far Far Cry, and you're like, this feels awful. It's not like to that extent. It does feel a lot more solid. That said, it still has plenty of Bethesda jank, and the AI is still very much Bethesda AI. And what I mean by that is, most of the time, they will either battles will be one of two things. They will either be uh, people just poking heads up and you just shooting them, and then nothing really happening, or everybody just decides it's bully day and they all just start shooting at the same time and you just can't do anything. You're just is like, it oh. possible to die before you've even spawned in in this game? I remember that happening to me in Fallout 4 quite a few times. Uh, yeah, it has happened to me, but only in, in <laughs> ship combat. That's the oh. only time it's happened is in ship combat. Okay. But I've had quite a few little weird hiccups with this game and it has solely been with the ship combat. Um, that one hour of progress I lost was due to ship combat. Um, so we'll get we'll get into that really. But in terms of the main gameplay, it's very much like Fallout. 
it, it's it's like Elder Scrolls as well, right? It's mainly you've got first and third party purchase options. You're an absolute maniac if you choose third person. Why earth would you do that um, in a shooter game? It just seems like an absolutely terrible. I don't know. Is there do. a melee option? There is a melee build. I don't see any use to the melee build. I wouldn't recommend doing a melee build unless it's like your sick playthrough of this game, which people will be doing, but you know. Slinking um, around and stabbing people in the head is fun. Yeah, it is. I had a knife named this... Stanley when I played Fallout. You had a knife named Stanley? I did, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess Hell, I have yeah. to talk about that. Yeah, you at the weapons benches and stuff, you could name your weapons. Okay, so. that's what I figured, but <laughs> I was also just going to uh, let the Stanley comment stay. Just let the comment stay, dude. Just let the comment stay. <laughs> oh, uh, I had to expound on it since you dipped again, but... <laughs> no, cool. I want you to know I I'm, I'm, I'm not switching the layout to two-person whenever you disappear. No, it's I just wouldn't. staying on three person. It's not substantial. It's funny. I never, though, I, I never do. I would just, I'd recommend if there's a lot of silence, just cut the silence out because that's just awkward for audio listeners. That's my main gripe because I don't like audio listeners having to wait five seconds for something interesting to happen because <laughs> they have to suffer enough. Hmm. Um, that's true. But yeah, uh, what was I saying? I think the main difference between this game is, and again, I haven't played Fallout because Fallout's never been my vibe. I don't care about the post apocalypse at all. So I don't know how the upgrade and level systems work in that game. But the way this works in this game is there's essentially five different kind of... I don't want to say trees, because they're not trees. But there are five kind of categories. And every time you level up, you get a skill point, And you can either unlock a new ability in, that, in any of the tiers, basically. Uh, the more points you put into one of the tiers, the more of the badges that unlock, essentially. So it's like it kind of scales like a skill tree, but it's not. Um, and then also each of the badges that you unlock, which are these skills, you can then level up a further four times by doing things and then spending a skill point on it. So, for example, we talked about encumbrance still being there. You can do what I do, which is the the thing for encumbrance is very easy. It's just sprint around with seventy percent of your inventory full, which if you've played a Bethesda RPG, basically means from the get go you're doing that anyway, right? Yeah. So it's just you're just running around. And you can quickly upgrade it with a skill tree. So it's 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 still that kind of do quests, level up, spend those on skill points to boost yourself. But also levels in Bethesda RPGs never really mean anything. You can kill level thirty enemies at level five. You can get battered by a level ten at level twenty. Right? It's just like <laughs> it's it's more of that kind of role play experience of being like, hey, if something's higher level, it probably means that they're expecting you to do it later in your playthrough than earlier. But you can still do it, like I've been doing. Um, the main difference to this game compared to Fallout and Skyrim is because it's in space and you have this kind of shift from an open world dynamic to uh, a more linear experience. And what I mean by that is there's still exploration. There's plenty of planets that have nothing on it and you can just hop on it and find some structures, find some weird stuff that they've generated, mine some more, do all that jazz. But for the most part, it's like you go to a planet and there's a city. That city is its own little incumbent like this little kind of encapsulated map and you'll do stuff there and there might be some little things but you like you're going between a lot of different planets so there's a lot of fast travel and a lot of ship traveling between it so it doesn't mm. necessarily feel like a connected world which i feel like for a lot of people might be a disconnect might be a drawback to me it's a blessing because as soon my 
with open world RPGs, a lot of the time, as soon as I've unlocked Riften or I've unlocked Right Right Run, I'm fast traveling between those bad boys constantly. I'm not walking between them because it takes mm-hmm. too long. So for me, it's just had been like, oh cool, I have these little areas that I keep going back and forth to, and it's like to me, I vibe with that kind of gameplay aesthetic. But it's it's a lot more linear in its structure, which I think might throw people off, especially the story for the first couple of hours. It's just go here, do this, we'll go here. It's it's very linear in a sense, but it's still got that open Bethesda feel. You can, within the first three hours, go off and find a whole different chain of side quests accidentally by getting yourself arrested and then starting a four-hour <laughs> side quest that you never knew existed. Oh, it's nice. a Bethesda game. Um, there's some cool moments like that. I spent a lot of time in side quests already, and uh, one of the things I heard from a lot of people was some people have been suggesting that you rush through the main story. The game gets... Then there's apparently there's something to do with New Game Plus and something like that where everyone's like, that's when the game kicks in for real. And I'm like, no, just... <laughs> oh, you welcome, know. To, welcome to modern video games. Our video game doesn't start until you beat it. Yeah, oh, yeah. I or, love um, video games, dude. Hi. I have the audacity <laughs> to ask you to play it like twice or thrice for it to be the full experience. Oof. What is this near Automata? People, that's what people are comparing it to. Jesus. Um, oh. And I think I know Does what the game is Does it deserve it? Is that comparison uh, it warranted? I, I don't know. I'm not there. <laughs> I'm nowhere near there. I'm like, I think I'm on like mission eight of the main path. Um, people are like, hey, keep playing the... Like, they were like, keep playing the campaign until uh, mission eight. And that's when this big thing happens. And it's like, oh, that's when people were hooked. I was already hooked beforehand, so by mission mm-hmm. four, I was already dawdling off. You know oh, what I'm like, do the main quest? Right. No, does thank that you. that mean that the main story is actually interesting this time? I think this is the best main story that I've ever played from an Elder Scrolls, uh, from an Elder Scrolls, from a Bethesda game. <laughs> there we go. That's the better term for it. Uh, this is my favorite story from a Bethesda. I, I think... If this game carries on the way this game carries on, this will be my favorite Bethesda game that I've ever played. Wow. Um, I think from a story perspective, this game's fantastic. I think that's its strongest... I think its, strong, I think its strongest suit is its, its world, its characters, and its story. I think it has some of the best companions and some of the best main characters that I've ever experienced in a Bethesda RPG. Because um, they matter. That's the thing. A lot of these games, you're just, hey, you're Hero McGee, off you go. You can... Have these companions, some of them may be related that to the main just, quest, but... Yeah, they're just kind of there and have yeah. some kind of superficially weird quality that might make you like them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There's not really much to chew on after that. Whereas this game has something like, I think in total it has 14 companions. Not all of them are... You can't get all of them in a single playthrough. For example, one of them is the Adoring Fan, so if you don't pick that trait, there you go, that's one of the companions you just can't get. Um... <laughs> from the get-go okay. i didn't like mishima anyway <laughs> but um i think the i think the main quality is these characters because um you get basically most of the members at least four of the members from constellation are your main four companions and this game does just go hey from the get-go uh hi this is this is sarah she's the head of uh, constellation she's gonna hang out with you for a while and then you get it's you know it's a good game when you get a companion and you're hanging out with them for hours and they they do this thing where they've done it before in Bethesda games but it's never felt like it's quite clicked where if you're doing quests 
and you have a companion with it, the companion actually interacts with the conversations and, and actually oh. makes it different if you have a companion there. Mm-hmm. So Sarah yeah. will chip in. If you do something that's against what she doesn't think, she doesn't like that. She'll tell you that she thinks you're being stupid. You know, you kind of... The same, I've now... Because um, I like Sarah quite a bit. She's one of my favorite characters from the Bethesda game ever. I think she's fantastic. And it's like, she's been my companion for a long time now. And I've kind of stayed away from doing the crimey kind of things or someone's like, I need you to steal something from me. I'm like, well, I know that she's not going to like that, so I'm just going to not do that. Like, I'm just going to steer away from that. You and I go about those kind of things differently. If I want to commit something morally dubious, I just focus on persuading my friends to get over it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I had a a thing where I was going to Io, one of the moons of um, Jupiter. Jupiter. And for some yeah, and for some reason, um, the the uh, got the UCA uh, who are basically just the government of uh, they are basically just the government uh, of not space, the space essentially. government. Ew. Yeah, the United Colonies or something. I don't. Know, I can't remember. <laughs> United Colonies Association. I, I, yeah, something like that. Um, but. So I just went there, and for some reason, their ship started attacking me, and I have no clue what caused it. I don't know if it was a bug, but I was like, oh, these must just be pirates that have nicked the UCA ships or whatever. So I just start blasting them down. So I spent half an hour. Blasting. Yeah. So I started blasting. I, so I, I killed everybody. I go out to Jup- I go out onto this moon of Jupiter because I was intending to build a base because I was sick of the adoring fans. So I was going to build <laughs> a base on Jupiter where he sits for the rest of his life. Long story. These are the kind of things that happen in these games. And this yeah, you sit them. here and you watch the events of Callisto Protocol unfold and yes, think about yes, what you've done. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, I was like, you can sit here and mine iron for the rest of your days. I need that. Thank you. Like, you're just going to sit there. You're going to sit there and you're going to push a button every five minutes. It'll be great. Adoring fan, you'll love it. So I do that. I spent half an hour building this great base. It was, it was, I loved it. It was a great time. Send him off on his dues. Then I go back to the main quest. I'm like, okay, spent an hour doing that. Time to go back to the main quest. Oh, wait, no, Sarah's not following me. Neither's any of my other companions. What the hell's happening? I go back to my ship. They're all angry with me. They all hate me because I started killing like a load of innocent civilians that I didn't realize. And I felt <laughs> that guilty. I looked at my autosaves. I had none close. I went back an hour in time to fix this. I was like, no, I'm doing oh, an God. hour again. I can't do it. Oh. Like, this is how deep the role playing I get into this because I like these characters so much. I like the story where I made a mistake an hour ago and I'm willing to replay that hour again just because I'm like, no, I don't want to live with these consequences. <laughs> I'm just gonna like roll with it. I'm gonna <laughs> go back and deal that like deal with it. Um and you know, it's just like these characters are so good. The main four that you get especially, so you've got um I haven't met the fourth one yet, or I have, but I don't know her that well. But the the main three that I've met are Sarah, who is the head of constellation, Barrett, who is uh, oh. another member of Constellation. Who is fantastic. I feel like every character named Barrett in a video game is just instantly charming and incredible. So, you know, that's just like tick tick, we're two for two. Um he's pretty great. And then you have uh Sam Coe, who is essentially a uh space cowboy. He is basically uh nice. he's basically Spike from Cowboy Bebop, and he's voiced uh, by Elias yeah. Texas from Deus Ex. So um oh, nice. Uh, yeah, another great character, and his dynamic is he has a daughter, and uh, his daughter goes everywhere with him. So he's ba- you've basically got this tag team of cowboys that are just going off and joining you yeah. uh, as part of Constellation. <laughs> and it's just it's really interesting the way this game works is you have this affinity system in the background, which has always been there for companions in 
past Bethesda games. Everybody Everyone likes that. that. Sarah likes that. Sarah dislikes that. Barrett likes that. Barrett really dislikes that. You know, that kind of system. Sam really hates your shoes. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, <laughs> random stuff like that. And it's like... But this time you actually get quests and stories and, like, the only four... You can only romance four companions in the game and they're all four main characters and you will ha you have to go on a basically a, a whole side quest chain with them to get to the ending with them. So it's like, it gives you reason to actually care about your companions and swap them out because you get a whole different um, yeah. bunch of side quests each time. And it's like, I ended up, before going back to the main quest, I already maxed out Sarah's side quest entirely. Like, like I, like, I got to the... Like, I'm pretty much near the end of her storyline already done and it's like one of those things where i'm like it's classic bethesda jank that i can have a companion who's acting like we've been traveling together for months and it's literally i'm still at the start of the story and it's like just one of those things where it's just like classic bethesda where it's just like hey yeah you're the most important person in my life and i'm like technically we've done like nothing but okay you can, that's that's great <laughs> i like this this is great it's like maxing out um, ryuji social link in p5 I mean, yeah, I, feel like, I feel like this month. kind of disconnect exists with anything that gives you a uh, room to play with here, because I've had that kind of thing happen in Dragon Age, too. Yeah. Where I've, like, I'm, like, best buddies with a guy who's perhaps in the canon of the game known me for, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the great <laughs> thing about, like, these kind of Bethesda RPGs is because they expect you to spend six million hours in it. Oh, and no more hours in the podcast. Damn. Oof. I think that's back. four. Welcome back. Are you counting, are you Six million. I think that's four. You're Five, going to actually. have. You're going to have to. You're going to have to either add a count or cut them to the less annoying. <laughs> uh, I, I I apologize. Trust me, I'm not here next week. I'm, you'll have to. We'll just trust me, guys. Um. It did not do this in the test. It didn't. We went for like three hours in that test recording. And it was fine. It was totally like, fine. Is my phone overheating? No, my phone's cool. Like, there's um, nothing wrong. The only thing I can think was your phone plugged in during the test recording? No, because it had my earbud in. And it's oh, not plugged yeah. in now. So, right. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. I have no clue. I'm sorry. It's Florida's um, fault. It's Florida's fault. Blame Florida, guys. I'm blaming it. Uh. <laughs> Kyle, please try and make this not a train wreck. I apologize. Um, but yeah, so, so I was saying six million hours, right? Six, yeah. So yeah, you, you know, you spend six million... It's not like any other RPGs where it's like, guys, we've got a month to save the world. We've got two weeks to save the world. This game doesn't go on that kind of calendar where it's like, in, with 20 hours, yeah, I could have traveled with these companions for months and months or years already at this stage, right? And it's mm -hmm. like, it doesn't really impact it. The story doesn't have this kind of nihilistic end of the world thing where it's like the world will end in six months guys we gotta get a move on like arkham like the arkham games where it's like everything yeah, happens yeah. in one night yeah and it takes 30 hours to do everything it one would be really weird to put that kind of time limit on a space game because <laughs> I, because the of dilation of time works. traveling through yeah. space has always been really confusing <laughs> yeah um but yeah, I really love these characters in this world where it's like, it's been a very long time where I don't think, like, even with Zelda, I've not been not playing the video game and going, damn, I can't wait to go back to Star. And Starfield has been that game where I've been, you know, doing. I'm on holiday, I'm doing other things, I'm enjoying other things, but I'm like, 
man, I can't wait to go back to Starfield because I'm genuinely enjoying these characters in the story. It's genuinely interesting. Um, and I feel with Baldur's Gate coming out, there's been a lot of this kind of look at this. Like Bethesda's games, they're archaic, they're old, yeah. they've got all these bugs, encumbrance, ugh, gross, grim. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of it's true. It's just a different kind of RPG. Mm-hmm. It's not Baldur's Gate because it's not trying to be Baldur's Gate. It's trying to be a Bethesda-ass Bethesda game. Yeah. And it's excelling at what it's doing. Uh, is it perfect no is it buggy yes but it's like there's a lot of things that they're doing where i'm like yeah the companions that they have here the main characters are better than you get in fallout skyrim they are they just are this world feels like they're not building on a legacy of dozens of titles that they made in the past or borrowing an ip that was popular in the 90s that they're now going to make a new rpg with this is the first new they've just they've built this world that just feels lived in and it does genuinely like it's actually interesting it's not just hey guys this is sci-fi like this is just sci-fi bullshit it, it, it's genuinely interesting stuff where you've got you've had wars that have gone on you've had this kind of interesting people always joke why are there no mechs i agree why are there no mechs there I isn't agree. really why are there no of, mechs why are there no mechs why are there no vehicles the vehicle thing i think is a, a stupid omission but in terms of mechs i do like that they were like let's at least put into law a, a reason why they're not they've been banned because of a mass like this mass murder that happened in a war so they've been just outright banned in the constellation basically so it's like there's a reason for them not existing you're is gonna it tell a good me not reason? one person in the solar system isn't using a mech well uh, just because you know, it was outlawed i mean it would maybe make for an interesting boss fight there are oh, yeah. There is a world full of there are there's a world that's full of decommissioned ones and all kind of yeah. like a junkyard mm-hmm. planet that they just dumped everything on. So I would not be surprised if in the Starfield two in the year two thousand and forty eight, by the time these Bethesda <laughs> RPGs come out, maybe someone will have repaired one. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but it's just like it. It's just it's a genuinely interesting world to explore, and I really like it. And it's like these kind of these issues I have with the gameplay side of it, where I'm like, hey, I don't really care. Like, the gunplay is fine. It is fine. It does the job, right? I don't really... It's not excelling at its gameplay. There's so much, like Hunter, you mentioned encumbrance, there's so much Bethesda jank, and just some garbage. There's some, like, actual garbage with it. The maps and the UI in this game are dreadful. They are awful. <laughs> Like, they are really bad. There is no map for a city. Like, you just have to hope you find what you're after. There's not, like, a mini-map? No, the game just... There's no mini-map anywhere. But there's... there's, But there's no maps in the cities. It's just like, hey, guys, I hope that you figure out at some point that the weapon shop's in the residential district of the main city. Hope you figure that out. (laughs) Why would you keep the weapons in the residential district? (laughs) I have no clue. Um... But you know, it's like it's not it, where weapons it, go until after yeah, they're purchased. Yeah. <laughs> so there's no map, and that's really bad. And it's really annoying when you're like trying to figure out something. So it's like I didn't find out where you could buy med kits from until like twelve hours into the game because no one told me that there was like an underground slum to the main city, and the main hospital on the top doesn't sell med packs, but the slum does. So I'm like, oh. I guess I found a new fucking area of then, 12 no, hours man. in. And you just had to spend the first 10 hours of the game eating space rocks. <laughs> yeah, just trying to figure out how to get anything to work, right? Just kind of dealing with it. Yeah. It's 
there's jank like that. The the way that you go about going through star systems is so bad. The whole the the, the UI is not good. It's Skyrim's UI was better. It's not a good UI system. <laughs> oh, like man. to get like you, when you go into the star map, you see the star you're on. You press B, you go into like a galaxy view. You go B again, you can see all the galaxies that are available. And to go in between each one, it's like sometimes you're like, okay, I need to go to this galaxy. It's right there. And the game's like, no, 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 you haven't been to a galaxy near it. So first you have to fast travel to that galaxy, go to that galaxy, just so you can open the menu again and fast travel to that next one. Oh, and it's like, wow, no. you have just, you've opened my eyes. This feels so much more realistic. Thank you, Todd Howard. I really appreciate that extra 10 That's a weird, seconds. like, half step into, like, like, why would you be that specific about it if it's not going to be connected anyway? Who cares? It's like that where it's like you can fast travel without your ship and go to a planet that you've already been to before but if you've not been to that planet before even if there's a base on that planet you're not like launching in a new like you're generating new content right because a lot of these planets you can randomly procedural like they they randomly procedurally generate those that content so you have some stuff on isolated planets um if it's one that has a thing that they know you're going to you still have to fast travel to the orbit so you can go back into the menu and land on it and it's like, it's stuff like that where you're like, why? Especially when it's like, if I've been there before, I can just go to that planet and click fast travel and it'll just load me there. And I don't have to deal with it. I'm just like, this is so jank. Why is this the way that you've decided that this works? It just makes no sense to me. Why are you like um, this? It's just dumb. Or it's just yeah. stuff like, yeah. Or it's like, you can't fast travel to space stations. Like, there's a space station above uh, Jameson, which is the main planet that... Um, you kind of it's kind of your hub for everything um there's a space station called the eye that's above it you can't fast travel onto it you have to fast travel into the space around the planet then fly over to it and then dock on it and then the problem is is if you've docked your ship you have to undock your ship before you can fast travel again so you have to do that and it's just like it's stuff like this where i'm like oh you my could God. and how long does that take <laughs> like two seconds but i have to go back into my ship and you can fast travel to your ship if you want to by pressing the scan button but it's like it's stuff like this where it's like it's just a bit like it, it doesn't it's just need extra to be this steps. fiddly especially when people have already modded in stuff that's better like, oh a, a, like a weekend <laughs> people have already like they've removed encumbrance or they have nah. fixed some of the ui bits and then like my favorite part was people were like oh but i don't want to use mods this early because it disables my achievements so someone made a mod that re-enables the achievements <laughs> and disabled by mods and it's just like you know it's like it's like it's like cool bethesda stuff like the community around bethesda games is incredible where you know skyrim's god knows how how old and it still has like twenty thousand concurrent players all the time and same with fallout it's just it's a very passionate community um but it's still some of that stuff where Todd Howard sits there and just goes, it just works. And it's like, it doesn't. And people keep modding stuff to fix it. Like, can we just work right. on that, please? Like, thank you. Stop making your player base do part of the work for you. <laughs> well, it's not yet. It's just like encumbrance. You've had nine years, Todd. It. Yeah, it's... And it's like... It's, it's, it's a weird one, right? This game is very weird. Because I understand that for a lot of people, this <laughs> game is not going to be... It's it's not Zelda, and what I mean by it's not Zelda, it's not Baldur's Gate three. And what I mean by that is it's not going to be one of those games that you people universally are like, hell yeah, this yeah. is a game of the year contender. We love this. It's very much going to be if you're someone like me, who to me, I'm not going to lie to you, after like, 
I'm probably going to stick another 60 hours into this game. I probably will play, come back and do the DLC. I've been contemplating buying a physical copy of this game. God knows how that well that's going to go. I've checked in the US. I've been to two, like I've been to Walmart. I've been to the Target. I've been to a couple of other places. There's been no physical copy. It's Armored Core all over again, right? It's one of those. Um, going to have to, going to have to shake down one of the theme park. Uh... <laughs> shake, shake down Mickey Mouse, dude. See if he's got yeah. a copy, dude. Yeah. Um, you have the goods. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but it's like it's one of those things where it's like I love this game this much that I'm probably going to end up buying a physical copy of. It's to me, it's like I don't. This is why Game of the Year is going to be so hard this year. Is there's so many good right? games where I'm like, you know, <laughs> Resident Evil Four could easily be a game, my game of the year. In any other year, same for Zelda, same for this game, Starfield. There's so much stuff where I'm like, there's been too many, seeing a play Future Redeemed, there's been too many Ethan games where it's like, there's been too many games this year that cater to my taste. And it's just one of those years where that's happening to everybody, where it's like, it's starting to become an issue. Yep. Um, it's, it's, it, 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 it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I'm, I'm surprisingly in love with this video game. I know it has plenty of issues. Trust me, I know. Um, but there's just some, there's just some stuff, there's just some magic stuff in this game where I'm just like, man, they don't even give you the kind of, I don't want to give it away, but you know, in these kinds of games, there's the, like, there's the kind of like, there's the VAT system or the shouts or the stuff like that. There's some, each game kind of has a unique kind of thing to identify itself. And this game has that. And they mm. put it behind a main quest. Uh, that's pretty early on, but if you're like me, you can only just discover it 20 hours in and I'd be like, damn, that's that's kind of crazy now i've got a whole kind of different look on things it's a very special game and it still has that bethesda charm of the side quests are incredible i've been doing one with the vanguard who are basically the uc's kind of uh military where it starts off being like hey if you do 10 years of service you're gonna get uh you, you it's basically a guaranteed way to get citizenship and i'm like ah eh, cool like what's it gonna be a couple of missions and it turns into this kind of um Oh, it turns into this kind of scam because again, time tra <laughs> or time dilation and space travel is jank. True. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> Thank you. What did I say? Was it something to do with I started doing the Vanguard side quest? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, it was the Vanguard yeah. side quest. Where it starts, you know, doing busy work for the government, ten years, you'll get your citizenship. What do you do? Right. And it turns into this kind of conspiracy theory of, oh, there are, these, there are these aliens that keep showing up on planets that keep... Any planet that humans kind of start to occupy after 70 years, there are these aliens called Terramorphs, which are basically humans, like an alien... They're basically a predator of humans, and they'll just come and they'll just disrupt, every, they'll just disrupt everything. Um, they were that bad at one point, there was a whole city called Londinian, which is basically probably the British were killed, guys. The British were off. It's, it's uh, a tragedy. An absolute oh tragedy. No. Um, just funny because uh, Sarah, one of the main characters, has a British accent. No one else has a British accent in this game that I've met so far, but she does. And I'm like, cool. Hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll team up with you. You're the only other person that sounds like Kindred spirit. <laughs> yeah, kindred spirit. She is great. I, I love her. Um, but yeah, so it's like, oh nothing this bad's happened and then all of a sudden you stumble on a base and these terramorphs have showed up but humans have only inhabited it for 20 years so it's like the cycle that we're used to has been cut down to a quarter and now it's like come become this kind of figuring out what's happening it's come this whole conspiracy theory there's a load of bunch of side quests and so like it's like there's so much good stuff in this game and 
the funny thing is, is after the first mission, they give you another side quest. Like th this is just a branching path where there's a second side quest that they gave you two options to go down. And there's a whole oh, nother nice. branch of like a four hour side quest that's on the other side that I've not even touched since then. And it's like just really cool stuff like that where I'm like, I see why it takes you so long to make these games at times because like, my God, like not only do you have to plan all this, but like I say, companions, they interact with the side quests. It's not just the main quest they're interacting with, all the main Sarah, Barrett, uh, Sam, all of these characters, they're interacting and quipping and interacting with these side quests at the same time. They'll talk and give you feedback on all this other kind of stuff. It's like, man, why like do they do this? Like we talk about like arcane with immersive sims, right? With definitely, but it's shitty AI and it's nothing immersive about that simulation in definitely. But you know, know. but you have on these the roof and you're safe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But then it's like I think that like Bethesda in their own way, these kind of RPGs they make are immersive sims where the characters will move between stuff in the world. Like, you do actually have to follow them. If they leave through an exit, they're still... You have to actually follow them. They're not just like, hey, I'll meet you on this. Like, I'll meet you uh, at the sewers. They will go and walk to the sewers and you can follow them to take the path and stuff like that. And it's like, there's all kinds of jazz like that where I'm like, man, like, <laughs> you spend so much time on this stuff. Yeah, your menus are still shit. Why are you doing this? Like, like <laughs> come on, guys. You're failing such simple parts. Um, but yeah, um, there's just so much to love about this game. There really is. Like, is it a great example of an Xbox exclusive? No, because 90% no, of people are going to play this on PC. But, you know. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's, again, it won't be for everybody, right? Um but it's like the trace that I was talking about. There's the adoring fan, very stupid. I've sent him to a base on Jupiter. Yes, guys, did I spend an hour rebuilding that base for the adoring fan? You damn right I did. I went back. I'm like, yeah, get get back on IO. I don't need you right now. Um, it's more than I would have done if I was <laughs> if I was going to make a base for the sole purpose of getting rid of somebody. I would just make it a box with a chair in it. <laughs> I felt bad, and also, like I said, I'm like, Barrett and, yeah, Barrett and Sam and um, Sarah don't like it when I kill people, so oh, they're bad. They're not bad. So I'm like, fine. We'll box him on Jupiter. Everybody happy? Mm -hmm. um, but it's like, we talk about traits, right? One of them's called the um, it's the child trait, right? Where you get parents. Um, oh. and they become characters in the world. They'll come and visit Constellation oh, constantly. Cool. You can go to their house and they'll talk to you. They give you stuff. Like you have to, you send, oh, you send like a percentage. Pokemon parents, yeah. they send you stuff. They send, <laughs> they, 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 you have to send them like a percentage of your money every week, but it, it's minimal. And I've got from them, I've got a really good starting pistol. They gave me some really good starting armor. They gave me a ship. He, like my dad won a, a ship in a poker game and he just gave it me and I'm like wow. you can sell it you can do what you Nepotism. want nepotism like, <laughs> and they just they tell you again they tell you plenty of stories they've got so much dialogue to them your companions will interact with them like in those conversations as well and it's just like you put like there's so much dialogue in this game where it's like it has again it has that it has that Bethesda jank to it where the face animations still are hanging on Uncanny Valley with some characters, right? Where it's like... Is it still just like the static the screens where they're just... Yeah. Hi, how are you doing? Kinda, I'm yeah. going to speak like this for a while. How's it going? And sometimes you get that jank where if they're talking to another character, and if you're like me and you do a lot of sprinting between cutscenes and Sarah's in the other room, the game kind of 
sometimes the character, the NPC will be like, yeah, so that's what I was saying. And then I was not even facing me. So I'm not getting any of this animation. <laughs> it just looks a bit um, janky, right? So yeah. it has a lot of those, but it's like, man, you know, stuff like that is so cool. And there's traits that I didn't pick. They're also interesting, like Bounty Hunter, where, uh, sorry, like Wanted, where people are constantly hunting you down and you have to survive oh, ambushes exciting. and stuff like that to keep mm-hmm. going. Um, and like I said, there's like, there's like a bunch of citizenship ones. There's ones that help boost. There's like introvert and extrovert, where if you're an introvert, you work better alone, but as soon as you have a companion, your stats start to deplete, so oh you have to spend God. time alone. <laughs> extrovert's the opposite where unless you have a companion with you you're doing worse all the time it's like uh, it's like fun little um gimmicks like that and like i say with backgrounds you can choose stuff so i choose the so- i chose the soldier one so it's like there's co- there's plenty of references where they're like oh you've been in the army before stuff like that just because i wanted the perks there's like bounty hunter and stuff like that you can go full hand solo if you want to or you can there's plenty of stuff where it's like you, you, you truly can customize the one i kept hearing thrown out for some reason when i was listening is to one. people talk about it yeah that that is one right and it's like i've never felt more like like into a role-playing game like this where it's like i'm properly playing this kind of as a role where i'm like i'm not doing that because of this i've got my ethics in line right it's like i don't want to piss people off i really like that person i like these characters um i don't know yet because i'm too far in i don't know if these characters this is what's interesting is is most bethesda games don't have your main characters act like this they're very much quest givers and you go off and your companions are something separate i don't know what yeah, happens yeah, if any of these main like characters a... you can't kill them off yourself right i can't go and shoot sarah in the head and go like ha i'm the head of constellation doesn't work right but but if i spend all my time right building up her affinity uh, get married to her and then she dies in the main story that's gonna be like like i don't know if these characters uh, have oh yeah now the constellation would be willed to him it's a good thing i started my sentence before he dropped yeah <laughs> now it's just super seamless welcome back ethan <laughs> that's uh, six folks. um <laughs> dude, i'm real glad that in streamer mode on obs discord doesn't make a beep sound beep when someone yeah, same. when someone Be-be-be-be. joins or drops yeah it's pretty great um sorry audio listeners I, we thought this would work better than it did um Dude, but yeah i don't out. know if I they have upload to... the test recording from two weeks ago no, never I, know. we need to talk about Starfield. Then they would, <laughs> they would. We promised Starfield, and that was not Starfield. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like I don't know if they have plot armor or not, because a lot of Bethesda characters don't. Like there are plenty of characters, main characters in Bethesda games that just die. That yeah, yeah, or you to. can just kill them. I killed a centerpiece of the main story in Fallout Four on site one time. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, it's stuff like that where it's like, I don't know if Sarah and Sam and Barrett are safe at all. Where it's like, but it's like, you know, well, you know what I'm like, talk about, you know, romancing people early. I'm like, I really like Sarah. She's great. She's like my favorite character in a Bethesda game. She's really charming and funny and great. But it's like the same kind of like Anne syndrome where it's like, hey, I liked Anne in Persona 5 and now it's July and I'm done with that and we're never going to reference it again. And I just feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's like, you know, if I get married to Sarah or whatever in this game, and then just like sixty hours in, they kill her off. I'm gonna like lose my shit. Right? Like, it's gonna be like I don't know what happens in this game, which is 
fun and I'm not will like I'm not in past Bethesda games I've put off doing the main quest because it's shit <laughs> like that to be honest <laughs> like true. they're not good no whereas in this game not. it's not because it's shit it's just because hey I want to go down this side path chain and I want to hang out with Sam more or I want to hang out with Barrett more or Sarah and I want to learn some more stuff about them I want to go and do these kinds of things and it's like it's ticking all those boxes where it's like I've heard people gush about Bethesda games before and I liked Skyrim. I own 20 million copies of Skyrim. I think it's a fine video game. But I've never I never clicked to it that way. I never put more than 50 hours into a playthrough ever. And I can see myself easily putting another 50 in to this game until well, until something else comes out. Assassin's Creed or something. Yeah. I like it a lot, and I'm surprised because going into it, I was extremely hesitant about it. So yeah, I'm kind of impressed. Congrats, to see, Todd. Kind of impressed to see that you like this game as much as you do, because I've always feel like sci-fi kind of stuff isn't your genre. Mm. No, I hate sci-fi. <laughs> For the most part, <laughs> like, the only stupid. thing. The, I hate Star Wars. I'm not. I'm not. Well, I don't hate Star Wars. I'm not a huge fan of Star Wars. I'm not a huge fan of Star Trek or anything like that. The only thing that's ever been sci-fi that I liked is Doctor Who. Um, mm-hmm. And that's because I grew up on it. The reboot came out when I was seven years old. It was built for me, basically. So <laughs> it, like, I just latched onto it as an English kid and it was seven years old and just wrote it. Uh, so it's like, yeah, I'm really liking it. And it's like, the space stuff I think is cool. It's based, it's, it's one of those games where, it's, where they thought about it. It's not at all how anything works, but it's based in a realm of logic where they're not just like, hey, we just found some alien tech and hey, here we are. It's like, no, we figured out how to do lightspeed travel. We figured it out. And mm-hmm. like I say, that Vanguard quest, the first thing you do is go through a museum that tells you the entire history of, of what happened to the Earth. You can go to the Earth if you want. Oh, you can. Cool. Most of the people, most of the people that are still in the Sol um, system are in on Mars mining because it's a massive mining operation. Earth's doomed. Earth's gone. Like Earth is basically just a massive desert because of. And funny, not global warming, but something else happened to Earth, so everybody had to leave really quickly. It rains asteroids. Um, <laughs> yeah, there, there is there is actually a load of asteroid fields on it. Funny enough, um, but it is one of yeah. But it's like I'm genuinely surprised where I was like, yeah, I've been memeing that I'm like Starfield guys, look out for Starfield, and I'm like, I, I I'm gonna struggle with Game of the Year this year is what I've yep. decided because I'm like, I loved Zelda, I liked Resident Evil Four a lot, and I'm like, but man, no, and both of those, I wasn't sitting there not playing it going kind of want to go back and play it and it's like it's not even like the gameplay's the best those two get those are two other games have way better gameplay but the characters and the story of this game I'm like todd you've done it and i'm not so, i've not even really well about the beautiful Hi-Fi thing is i'm not even... beating that out for best xbox game this year it's really hard and it's like i've not even scratched the surface that's the thing is i don't know i've not been keeping track of how long i've been talking probably far too long um that's what I do, <laughs> even when I'm not hosting. Just spur on for far too long, <laughs> but I really am. Lo- I'm really liking it. I'm surprised. I'm really liking it. I thought I was gonna hate it, and I don't. And for the first couple of hours, I did. <laughs> mm, <laughs> and yeah. I, it's like try again, re-roll, add a f- <laughs> like give, get yourself a moment there, get yourself an adoring fan, you know. Um, Spec into I, my charisma. other traitor, yeah. My other yeah, my other trait that I didn't even mention because I've not even experienced it was I have a house somewhere, but I'm oh, in like cool. crippling debt. I thought it was funny. It's like yeah, I'll <laughs> debt. I love debt. 
So he's like, you got you get a fully customizable house that's somewhere in the system, but you're uh, every time you want to go into your house, you have to pay five hundred credits to stop paying off the loan, and it's like that's mm. that's so dumb. I love that that's idea. Hilarious. I'm gonna do it, and I'm especially when there's a yet. base building mechanic where you can just make your own house. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, wait <laughs> and 20 hours in there and 20 hours in i've not even been there yet it's great it's like it's just there's something about this game where i'm like go build a house nah. right next to your house <laughs> it's that's not, called a shed yeah, it's not i don't necessarily think it's like it's not the xbox game they need right it's like this game would have been great regardless of where it was people are going to play it on pc whatever but it's like it's nice to be like, hey, there's a game I want to play on Xbox, you know? It doesn't, I don't yeah. necessarily, it doesn't scream to me Xbox exclusive, and I think we're, we're going to keep feeling that as more people get acquired and stuff like that. I'm never going to, I'm never going to play a Crash game or any X Activision game and go, that's an Xbox game. No, I'm never going to do that, right? Because they're just well, yeah. people that they've leached. Um, I don't, I don't think I'm ever going to really be having that thought process about anything that isn't like halo or gears until gears down the line it's the same way in my head though the same way i always talk about when we're talking about sony first party games or whatever it's like when i think of uncharted or the last of us i think of them as playstation games when i like to like insomniac in my head's in its own little bubble of just like that's an insomniac game right like <laughs> same way yeah, with bethesda, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. It's like, that's a bethesda game right i'm never gonna go Dude, Although, that's such an Xbox game, bro. Yeah, that's so good. Literally, an Insomniac and PlayStation game right now could be the same thing because the old, they're the only ones making anything. Oh, 100%. <laughs> um, but no, I'm, I, like I say, I'm extremely pleasantly surprised with this game. I think it will probably be my favorite Bethesda game. And um, God, it's going to suck. That the, That's the problem with Bethesda is now it's like, hey, you've done a really good first job here and I can't wait to finish it. And I'll probably be playing it for years to come. I can't wait to see what mods are like in like five years. That'll be sick. Yeah. But also, will we ever get another Starfield? <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird, right? Like if this was old Bethesda, we'd get another Fallout in like in, in Elder Scrolls, like Elder Scrolls in two years, Fallout in another two, and it's like, hey, in six or eight years, we'd get another Starfield. And now it's like we get one a decade, so yeah. maybe one day. But maybe I I think it's thirties. Oh. By the time the sequel happens, that's scary. generously. That's scary to think about, yeah, that's scary to think about. Um, Final Fantasy remake will be done. Oh, bloody hell! God willing. Like, oh, Final Fantasy sixteen came out this year. Forgot about that. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Game of the year. I. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but yeah, um, if anger playstation fanboys i like starfield more than final fantasy 16 i'm sorry guys i'm sorry but if we're going for paid exclusivities here like, yeah. <laughs> if, we're going for, if we're going to exclusives that don't feel exclusive um starfield has my vote of confidence i think it's a very good game um but i also i'm 100 think it's 100 accurate that it should be at like an 88 i think that's a good score for it um it has plenty of issues it has plenty of last gen kind of ick to it like menus and encumbrance that's stupid um have you encountered any stuff like, like any like really bad bugs in the game at all this is the this other than that one where the uc spaceships just started attacking me for no reason i just thought ah, i must be pirates like, you haven't that, opened no. too many doors <laughs> <laughs> 
No, that was an actual I'll, thing that broke the PlayStation version of Skyrim, Kyle. If you it, saved, it like remembered how it remembered the position of the doors that you pass through, and eventually it just made the game's brain explode when you got too far into the game. Incredible. One thing I, <laughs> if we go back to the immersive same thing, one thing I forgot because I haven't played Skyrim. Oh, oh we'll no. have to find out in a few seconds. <laughs> we'll find out oh, next time. What did he find, or what did he forget? <laughs> Ethan opened no too many doors know. in Florida. <laughs> he opened too many doors on his phone. <laughs> Hello. Bye-bye. Um, that's happened one more time, right? Um, yeah. What was I saying? Oh, yeah. One thing I forgot, because I haven't played Skyrim in so long, or any Elder Scrolls game for that matter of fact. Um... If you didn't know when you play those games, Kyle, if you go into a building and you're being attacked, the people who are attacking you will follow you into that building, even though it's a separate space, and they'll just all come flooding through the door. And if you're playing something like Skyrim, that's fine. You'll have, like, what, Hunter, like, three people on you sometimes, maybe yeah, four three people. if you're lucky. Like, oh, Fustro Dar, as soon as all of them get out in. Yeah, well, I did that in, like, a base full of, like, 25 people, and they all just barged the door down and killed me because they all had... <laughs> Oh, you idiot. <laughs> like, I forgot this is how these games work, is it remembers where you go. You can't, like, I play any other RPG and I'm just like, yoink, run through everything and just open the door. Haha, I've beaten you. <laughs> Logic, you can't open doors. It's the horror yeah. game move. Getting overwhelmed by a monster, you just back through the door and it forgets. At least old horror games. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's just it's 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 just stupid to lie. But no, it's the b most bug-free Bethesda game I've ever played. And this is on. They haven't patched it since the early access went live, so there's been no nice. kind of super quick and fixes. And you've been playing is... on the Series S too, which so. it runs great. Yeah. I've had no problems, and honestly, um, if you have, if you are like the man, S I'm so Starfield. Oh, yeah, if you really do want to play Starfield and you don't have an Xbox, there's nothing wrong with the Xbox Series S for this. If you just want a quick kind of hey. I have. I really want to play it, and I don't want to buy a stupidly expensive PC because, from the sounds of it, it's a really demanding game on PC. The Series S costs like what two hundred, three hundred dollars? I don't know what the price is. I don't know. Um, it's something that's not as expensive as the, the PC equivalent that you'd require, and I think I've had no issues with the thirty FPS. To be honest, um, I'm pretty much used to it. It probably runs slightly better on Series X. Probably looks a tiny bit more pretty, but it's it's fine. And people are saying it's an ugly game. It's not an ugly game. It's not particularly breathtaking, but it's. I think it's pretty... Um... It looks far better than Fallout did and would if it was out on this generation because Fallout is historically very ugly. The game, in is the game itself, in terms, in, terms of, in terms of planets and stuff like that, environments, I think it's very pretty. Um, it still has that jank where character models for main characters are really good. And character models for some and then of the, the other side ones are extras, and you can tell. Yeah, <laughs> like, the, the, like it still has that kind of Bethesdaism where you're talking to a character in a quest and you see their face like pop up again later in a different person with a different haircut, and you're like, ah, hi, I, I think I've seen you around these parts before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens, but like in terms of like character design, like I say, I think the voice acting in this game also very much, very much. I forgot the the table's shaking. <laughs> uh, sorry about that uh but yeah i feel like the voice acting main characters is fantastic it's some of the best in a bethesda game i think especially the companions with barrett and sarah and sam and 
whatever the fourth person's name is who i have not perfectly memorized yet because i literally just did her mission yesterday and i didn't even talk to her that much um they're all really good like they're really solid i mean last effects is playing one of them like it's a good cast like it's a very good yeah. cast um i was looking on twitter and i saw like um damien haas who voices um I think the protagonist in one of the Fire Emblem games, the Warriors game that came out, I bought, I didn't play. Mm. Uh, he voices one of the random characters, and I'm like, yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god, that makes so much sense because I know because I know his voice because I've watched some Smash stuff in the past. So I'm like, I know your voice. I was like, I I was completely clueless, but as soon as he, I was like, that's him. I'm like, of course it is. Yeah, that makes sense. It's, <laughs> just, it's got a very good cast. Like, it's got a very very good cast. Uh, but some of the side quests, you hear some citizens talking, and you're like. It still has that last genism. You go up to a citizen, you press A to talk, and they're like, nice weather we're having, or don't you love living here? And you're like, <laughs> like That used to be a bounty hunter like you, yeah. and then I took a bolt to the knee. I've not had any of those yet. I've not had any like repeated quotes from like enemies or anything <laughs> like that too much. Um, yeah. It doesn't have to be enough like two-isms, where it's just saying repeating the same voice line over and over again. Not, not Laura heals an aching soul. I think that Not yet, anyway. Yeah, although there you might do get a hidden do... emblem around here. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> yeah. find you some do ingredients. Still have the... <laughs> there was a very awkward moment when I was talking about how everybody hated me, and I got um, Sarah. Sarah, forgive me. The other two didn't. I was like, right, I can't deal with this right now. I'm gonna restart my hour or whatever. But it goes very much from, what do you think you're doing? I hate you to like, I love you. This is great. I'm like, okay, like weird compared to Janker. It's like. I've I've met uh, like I've I've rolled the dice I've met the threshold now it's back to normal instantly like it's there's still that jag, but for the most part I'm loving it I think it's a very very good video game and I'm now I don't know if I'll finish it in time for Assassin's Creed never mind review it in time <laughs> it's gonna be a long one guys um but I like it quite a lot and if people are saying cause people are just saying that this main story just keeps getting better and better and I'm like okay. Well, that's like the, I, I'm hoping you're not leading me on with this hype of what the ending is and blah blah blah. I don't want to play it again, but hey, if that if it's making if it makes me feel that way, so be it. We'll see. I'll keep you updated, I guess. Nice. That'd be cool. All right. Have I talked enough? Have I done my quota? We're at an hour ten. <laughs> I think we've hit. Yeah, we've hit over the oh, hour sick. mark. So. I don't know. Did you guys have any final questions? I would recommend it, by the way. If you have Game yeah. Pass, it's a no-brainer. If you like Bethesda games, it's a no-brainer. If you don't have Game Pass, uh, if you don't have an Xbox, should you buy an Xbox for it? Only if you like Bethesda games. Uh, well, if you're kind of shoulder-shruggy on Bethesda games. I'd say give it a chance, but I'd also warn you that it's a slow burn. The first couple of hours, like I say, it didn't click for me the first time, and then the second time it did. Mm. I feel like it's got a bit of um, Death Stranding DNA to it, where mm. I feel like at first the game doesn't want you to like it, and then the game the the, the, the becomes, becomes a point when you're like, yeah, this menu's stupid, but it doesn't actually matter, or it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. the game like there's a moment where it's like you have to go into your inventory to take your helmet off or put your helmet on. You're like, this is stupid. It feels clunky, but then. You figure out that in the settings, there's a menu that you can just keep your spacesuit on at all times. And if you're on a planet that doesn't require oxygen, like you're in a city, it'll just take the suit off so you look like a normal person. I'm like, okay, that's fixed my problem. And there you go. <laughs> Why wasn't that in the tutorial, Bethesda? Like, like stupid stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'd say at least give it a try, especially if you have an Xbox already, go ahead. If you don't, that's the harder point. That's like, 
that's the thing where I'm like, hey, hopefully that it could be one where in a couple of years when PCs get a little bit better and it doesn't cost an arm and a leg to have a, a PC that can run Starfield. Um, yeah. Maybe a chance to give it then. I don't know. It's a weird one, right? It's it still yeah. feels weird this being an exclusive. Like it, it in my head, it's like there's it, it's never gonna happen. But there's still a small part of me that's like, yeah, what if in like four years though they were just like, ah, screw it, put it out, on, <laughs> put it out on PlayStation, <laughs> Nintendo, like just dump it, like oh, and Nintendo. <laughs> hey, hey, Hunter, have you not heard the the Switch Two's got six bajillion teraflops and can run the Matrix? Oh, yeah. yeah, apparently it was being <laughs> so demoed at Gamescom or something. So stupid! Like people are automatically going, "Hey, uh, the, our expectations were down here, and now we're up here." I'm like, guys, it's still gonna run like ass. Like, come on! Like, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get 1080p 60 on Breath of the Wild, and you're gonna like it. Like, come on! Like, that's what you're getting. Yeah. Um, another the, yet another reason why people clamoring for the thing is idiotic because they're just gonna move the goalpost as soon as it comes out. <laughs> I will too. It's gonna be great. Um, like I said, it feels weird where it's like, oh yeah, if you are, if you do own a PlayStation, you are never gonna play this game, and it kind of, it kind of sucks. But at the same time, if you own an Xbox, you're never gonna get to play Spider-Man. So it's like you just gotta suck it up, really. If you wanna, yeah. um, if you wanna play it, put your money where your mouth is. I guess it's worth it if you like this kind of game. But it is a slow burn. That's the hard part. Is it's not like it's not a and I, I, yeah, it's game not doesn't an, even start not, till after you beat it apparently yeah it's not even an it's it's not even an it's a very ring, slow it's burn not even, it's not even a breath of the wild where you can just go hey you know like or it's not even like a spider-man 2 where it's like yeah buy a ps5 like a switch it's like it's it's a game it's one of those games you're gonna love and if you don't here's a backup of games with this i'm like this is a game of the year. I love this game. I think it's fantastic. But also, if you buy an Xbox based on my decision and you don't like it, there's nothing for you to play right now other than Forza. And trust me, I High love Forza. High Five Rush is pretty rad. And High Five Rush. <laughs> They're both fantastic. High Five Rush is 10 hours long and Forza is pretty great, but it's like... I think if we have this question next year when people are like, hey should I get an Xbox? I really want to play Starfield still. I'm like, hell yeah, you'll have that, you'll have Hellblade, you'll have um, you'll have some stuff to play. Persona 3. Um, it's hard to justify if you already own a PS5. That's the main thing. Mm -hmm. It's hard yeah. to justify if you already own another console. If you're like, hey, I've got no horse in this next-gen race and I really want to play Starfield, more power to you. You buy that Series S or X and you have a blast. Like I am. It's great. Um, it has some junk, but it's great. I'm real glad you're enjoying it, man. Yeah. I am too. Was, was it, it worth bringing like your Xbox again. to Florida with you? Yeah, especially because it wasn't even that that got it was the Switch dock that got me on customs. They were like, oh, they were like this. They were the like, anti Nintendo dock. agenda on the TSA. <laughs> the Switch, they were like, they showed the Switch dock and they were like, this counts as a large electrical. And I'm like, what part? The part that doesn't have a battery or the part it's that plastic. doesn't have anything in it? It's plastic. But what? I didn't want to say that because I didn't want to get exported. But you know, I'm like, what, what, what is this? Like, come on, guys. It, this wasn't TSA, by the way. This was the UK security. They were like, oh, guys, gosh. this is a large electronic. And I'm like, look, I'm like, 
get a screwdriver. Let's look. The Switch's <laughs> PCB is like that big, bro. I will fight you on this. I do not want this. Like, this is stupid. There's no battery. There's no plug. You have to plug it in. You've been being yeah. harassed by these guys. <laughs> His energy there is like what I imagine I would bring to a cop trying to like accuse me of drunk driving. I'd be like, breathalyze me right now. I dare yeah, you. Yeah. Like, it was stupid. And I was like, do you want to check the Xbox? They're like, no, it's the dark. I'm like, <laughs> but why though <laughs> i've been prepping myself for months knowing that i'm gonna get patted down for carrying a series x through security and they were like no that's fine bro there's nothing wrong with that it's the stupid switch <laughs> and plastic is what they take issue with i was like i shouldn't nice. <laughs> not even the battery in the back of my xbox controller is not that yeah. healthy like genuinely it was just it reminds me of you know a few weeks back when i was off to wisconsin for whatever the people behind me had like a p very large pair of scissors in their bag that i guess they forgot about and it took the <laughs> it took it, it took the security people forever to find it and it was like really hilarious to be my sitting God. there like unpack you know putting the rest of my stuff back on and whatnot and witness them pull out this large pair of scissors and the other and the two people be like oh <laughs> <laughs> The security at the parks keep um, making my dad go through like a search for his bag or whatever. And we finally figured out what it was. And it was just a glasses case, like some my my like hmm. just a pair of glasses in a case. And they're like, "Yeah, that was that's it. That's why you've been being searched every time." I'm like, guys, you should know what a glasses case looks like. Like, come on, guys, I get security, <laughs> but also, I'm like, apparently, if he just holds it out with him, it's fine. I'm like, oh, so if it's in the bag, it's a problem. But if it's in his hands, you don't have to check and open it. Like, <laughs> Bizarre. bizarre yeah this is weird like is the bag is the extra layer of subterfuge <laughs> like he never he never carries something suspicious with it in his hands with it it's not possible like, he can't do that it's just it's it's bizarre but um it's fun and i will uh, let you all know not next week i guess but i'll let you know the week after uh didn't what the tier Oh no, the oh, no, TSA, TSA got him. him. What I was going to say while he was uh, in the middle of that is it always cracks me up every time I've been stopped to be searched because of like, I don't know, some junk in my pocket. Mm -hmm. People will be like, the TSA people are always very sheepish. They're like, do you want to step to the side? I'm like, no, just get it over with. Do it now. <laughs> I'm like, I'll I'm one more time. Yeah. It's all good though. Um, uh, but yeah, I'll let you know how it goes. Not next week. Um, I don't think we need more of this. I'll also not be. I'll be. I'll be back. I'll be uh, traveling at some point, I guess. Mm. But um, no, it was worth it. It was. I'm having. I'm not, like I say. I, I, is it the best game I've played this year? I don't. I don't think so. But it's also like I'm having the most fun with it. Like it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. this year's weird. I mean, it's, we're not even done, right? It's like, <laughs> oh, it's still a bunch of things. The impending game of the year, AK Zolotl, is coming out next week. God, yeah, there's so much stuff, dude. Like, you've got, you know, it's like, we've still got the Spider-Man, Assassin's Creed, Combat, right right Mario Wonder, that. Mario RPG remake, Persona 5 Tactica, there's still a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, I'm not saying that I'm sitting there going, oh, yes, all those would definitely be on my contenders list, but I'm like, there's a lot of stuff still to go on, and like I say, Starfield is pleasantly surprised me um it's gonna be more of a get I, I don't know if i'm gonna be able to pick a game of the year at this rate but it's gonna be hard to even <laughs> narrow it down to like five or six it's gonna be a challenge 
Uh, I don't envy Jeff and the backlash that any winner getting yeah. will have at the Game Awards this year. Um, yeah, like I think for once I'm gonna get we're gonna get to the nominations and I'm gonna be like, okay, fine. <laughs> what got snubbed? Uh, um, yeah, because like because like you know years before it's been like, okay, how did this get here and this what? How was Resident Evil? over Returnal mm-hmm. for the nomination that one year, you know? And it's like... Oh, that was ridiculous. 2021? What a joke. Yeah, yeah, when it won, joke, when Jeff. Returnal also won the category that they were both nominated in. Stupid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but... Um, yeah, they both got nominated for Best Action, and Returnal won that. What was with you, goofs? It was, but, uh, it's ridiculous. But, like, this year it's gonna be like, okay, there is a spoil of riches here to pick from so mm-hmm. and the problem is 90 percent of them are going to be in the rpg category as well so it's going to be hellfire either way right yeah like, do, do we give something that isn't Baldur's gate or zelda uh award for the rpg just to you know balance it out do we just let Baldur's gate or zelda sweep everything like what are we doing here like it's gonna be it's yeah. gonna be hard and it's it's just it's just you know covid happened it's just it is what it is right everybody's just ready to go now and it's like we can have a year where a Bethesda RPG comes out and we can go, hey, I don't think it's going to win Game of the Year. And that's kind of crazy that it's like... I mean, the last time one came out, it got washed by The Witcher. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 funny enough, it still did win a Game of the Year at somewhere. And I was like, uh-huh. wow, somewhere even somewhere had to suck up to Todd Howard. And I'm like, I don't even know if somewhere will this time. Um, I'm sure somewhere will. We'll have to see. It, 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 it where, deserves but... it. And it, it, it does. I feel like there's been a lot of hate towards this game that's unjustified. Um, I also think there's been a lot of like attacking people that have disliked the game, and I, I 100% see all the issues that people are having with it that I've seen. That there is plenty of jank. There are plenty of reasons not to like this game. Um, I just think that if you're in that camp that likes this kind of thing, it's up your alley. Or if you had, like if me, if you don't like them being fully open world or you wish the characters actually meant something in these games, I feel like this game's doing it. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. Anyway, wrap it up, Cal, yeah. wrap it up. I've spoken too long. I've spoken enough for all three episodes where two of them are missing. You know, like I've done <laughs> enough. All right. I'll report back in a couple of weeks. There'll be a review at some point, guys, I promise. It'll be hard to... It might be half an hour long at this rate. It'll be great. I think you may just have to do what I did with Octopath and just do, like, early game review. Oh, not even that. I feel like even with the even with these 20 hours that I've played, I feel like I... The problem with reviews is it's, like, it's hard to... I, I hate... There's been a lot of that with Starfield where people are like, it should be objective, not subjective. I'm like, there's no point to an objective, like, review. There's no point to having yeah, no opinion in yeah. a review. It's like, stupid. Art is all about a reaction, a personal yeah. reaction to and something. I mean, so it, that seems absurd if, to me. If your opinion on the game, is, bias. if your opinion on it is pretty much set in stone, I don't think, and you don't see it changing, then yeah, I say, just send the review. Well, it's not even that. It's like it's to me. It's like I've got so much to write about. Where it's like I don't know where the line of hey, yeah. am I just like it's like. It's oh, like yeah, I could yeah, honestly, like, I could honestly, like I could, I could talk a lot just about the companions, right? It's like I could very easily just from the nine-hour like quest line and dialogue and stuff that I had with Sarah, just very much easily do a whole conversation on that. <laughs> um, 
it's one of those games when i was writing the zelda review is like uh i had a whole thing talking about the sky and depth stuff that i feel like kind of you know with their own paragraphs and i feel like it kind of jumbled the pace so i'm like all right we'll we'll uh truncate that because it's I feel like it flows better that yeah, way. Yeah, I'm gonna be that cutting my uh, my thoughts and feelings <laughs> out, being like, "I'm sorry, I can't handle it." But we'll see. We'll see how I get to the end of it. I've seen a couple of people I know. Greg Miller's done it where he's just like, "I have to talk about this game," and he just did like an hour podcast. He's apparently by played it like five it. times. Yeah, Jesus. yeah. So I'm like, I'm I'm my we might have to do that where I might do an extended like just talking about it or doing something like that. <laughs> the one man spoiler it's cast. One those, yeah, one man spoiler <laughs> cast might be a fun time. Uh, just, I just, I feel like, I, like I say, it's. I mean, I don't think either one of us will care about uh, spoilers anyway. So if you needed a person to sit there and like mm. bounce off, of, I'm cat. sure it would. Yeah, uh, uh, it, it's one of the. It's interesting, right? Like I say, it's an I was there for the P5 spoiler cast. Yeah, yeah but Jacob <laughs> oh, was oh also God. there, and that went for three oh, hours. Oh, I, I don't, could... I don't think Jacob's playing Starfield, unfortunately. And I don't have any I don't other know friends. Anyone playing Star- I don't know anyone playing Starfield. I know. That's the thing is, obviously, it's like, it's, it's, it, not because the game isn't popular, because the game's huge, but it's like, it's just like, yeah. it's like, none a of, lot my, of friends my friends own Xboxes. Yeah, so a lot of my friends that would have played this game own a PS5, and they're yeah. not willing to put the extra money into it to buy an Xbox. And that sucks. Because so, there's a sucker who wastes his money on a lot of things. I'm like, I don't regret buying an Xbox to play this. It's quite fun. Mm. Um, but it means that I don't get to have those conversations where I'm like, I really like this companion and I just want to talk to people to see what they think about this person just because they're so interesting because they're not kind of um, 2D kind of caricatures like a lot of companions in video games are. They're, they feel mm. they feel like there's a depth to them and there's some interesting kind of tendencies to them. They feel like human beings. And I'm like, yeah. it's rare for us to get that because i feel like even in the best of times characters are just what you see and you don't really feel like there's anything underneath that mm-hmm. um even in games i love like persona for example jill from it, final fantasy it, it, 16 oh yeah all the characters who aren't clive from final <laughs> fantasy 16 i feel like half the reason i like them is because i made up stories about them in my head <laughs> because they didn't even give me anything to work with it's like Gav's one of my favorite characters, but I feel like it's just because half the time I just picture him behind the camera going, you can do it, Clive! Like, just like cheering me <laughs> on in the background, you know? Like... <laughs> yeah. Live, uh, Gav. Man, FF16, that's, like, that's going to be uh, it's gonna be a wonderful end-of-year podcast, that is. I can't mm. wait to talk about that. <laughs> I can't wait for the DLC either. <laughs> I can't wait to not play it. I can't wait to play it and hope that it fixes my problems and it won't. It won't. <laughs> It'll be, yeah, but I'll be there to find out because that's what I do. <laughs> you talked about me buying Octopath 2 last week and it's true. I just buy things and don't touch them. Um, <laughs> true. It's what I do best, apparently. Um, but yeah. Jedi Survivor <laughs> says hi. <laughs> it's fixed. You know what's it's really fixed. funny? I was in... I was in the uh, I was in the queue. This is not podcast conversation. I hope it. Ah, who cares? If you hear this is you're done. You can go unless you're a HBO <laughs> subscriber. You can stay. This is this is the useless shite used to hearing us talk about. Um, the part of the thumbnail but... is over. You can leave. You should be grateful because most of the time the thumbnail counts to like twenty percent yeah. of the podcast. And this time's like eighty nine. Um, 
<laughs> with a couple of drops in the middle. Um, but yeah, um, I was in the line in Galaxy's Edge, which is a Star Wars line. I was in the, oh the line for the ride that I hadn't been on. And I just get, I go like, I'll check Twitter. And I was like, a tweet from EA Star Wars. We have re like, we have fixed Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I'm like, no shot. I'm like, what <laughs> chances? The, the day I'm in Star Wars land is the day that they're like, oh yeah, we fixed the game finally. I'm like, good job, guys. It only took you like six years. I'll play it in December. Dude, all, see, all you had to do was go to Star Wars land. Yeah, I, that's I, all yeah, it took. Like, all you have to do is buy Cal Kestis's lightsaber from Star Wars land. Yeah. And I was like, dude, that's $150. I'm not that stupid of money, guys. I don't like Star Wars now. I can't even buy Cal Kestis's lightsaber. That's my Cal Kestis's lightsaber, though. No, it's just a broken <laughs> one with the, like, the yeah. damaged hilt. Yeah. yeah. Still a cool lightsaber, though. One didn't cool, even yeah. his default lightsaber is very cool. Yeah, it's very cool. It's at least distinct. That's so funny that I haven't played that. All I, for all I know, I could, I, I could have missed out on another one of my favorite games of this year just because I was the game was that broken. It's, it's. Uh, I do think so. <laughs> Jedi Survivor was better than I was expecting it to be. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. Or I liked it more that. than I was expecting it to. I should say. What a weird year, dude. Like honestly, it feels like that was in it. That 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 game feels like three lifetimes ago. For honestly, me, because like Final Fantasy and Zelda are both like two separate lifetimes themselves. Dude, that's how and I feel about everything. Octopath Two. Like that feels like an eternity. <laughs> that doesn't feel like this year. That doesn't feel like this year at all. It's it's crazy. Well, like I say, it's like you know, Starfield technically came out on Friday, but because we've had this week early access and I've been already tinkering with it, I'm like, it feels like this game's been out forever, and I'm like, mm, it's I like. Yeah. I feel like I'm behind on other people, but I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and speaking of being behind, uh, once again, he's I had to get one on last the... one in. Oh man, I think that might. You be... know, we said that the past three times it's dropped. One time for the road. Hell yeah! All right, I think that's Florida telling us it's time to end this episode. So. It's not that it's the thing is it's my day. I don't know what is causing it on Wi-Fi, on data, it. on nothing. Oh well, that's not for no us clue. to figure All out. All I know is uh, it's been a hell of a ride, guys. Thank you so much for letting me guest on this uh, podcast. It's Dude, no fun. problem. Uh, we'll have to get you back on a more um, <laughs> yeah, stable yeah. episode sometime <laughs> soon. Yeah, oh, for sure, man. yeah, man. It's it's yeah, crazy. You know, it's crazy. Dude, it's been fun. I'm I'm so. I'm, I'm sorry that you've had to sit here and just listen to me whine on about a weird video game for the past hour. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it, it's it's weird because it's like a lot of the time I'm like, hey, sometimes you know I over I overbear on a conversation. Sometimes I can tell when I'm editing the podcast and I see my bar and I see like Hunter and Kyle's and I'm like, well, Hunter and Kyle equate for the same as me and that <laughs> two people, <laughs> so I'm like, there's an issue there. Um, but this one, I know that it's like it's not in your wheelhouse. So I appreciate you guys just listening to me, kind of mm. just spew nonsense, right? The best hour. Hey, we um, appreciate you giving us content. It's all good, yeah, I, I guess. It's all good. You enjoy. That's what I'm here for. Without this, I would have had to ask Kyle what the Baldur's Gate character creator was like. <laughs> good lord. Because I think that's all—that's probably all you had time to do yesterday. I got a little bit into the story of it. Oh, nice. I, I don't want to go too in-depth in the, this, because I want to end this episode. It be another episode. Yeah. <laughs> Save but... that for next week. Save that for next week. Just, just one quick story. 
Okay, go for it. So Take us home. Maybe I'll this, die again. This starts us off. The gate, Baldur's Gate starts off. You're in this like Cthulhu or Illithid mind flayer spaceship. You had a worm injected in your eye. Shit's gross. Anyways. Um, yeah, yeah, so, that setup sounds sweet. So you're going uh-huh. through this ship, and there's this lady in a pod, just like, just chilling in there. Like she also had a worm put in her eye. Things happened. It was weird. Um, so I, so this is like the very, this is the very first skill check you can do in the game. You know, you roll your d20 and see if you Nat pass one. the roll. No shot. I rolled a fucking natural one. <laughs> A critical oh, yeah. failure on the very first skill check in the video game. I'm like, all right, all right. This does not Pause work well. And um, Ethan's, Ethan's the connection save. rolled a nat one on um uh, mentioned. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. You think he's coming back? Oh, there he is. Yeah, he's back. <laughs> so nat one, you just weren't letting. You weren't possibly letting that hat stand. Dude, it was just so funny that the first possible skill check I could have rolled fucking natural one. Did you one. save that for posterity? Because that's hilarious. I should have saved the clip. I didn't. Oh. But. It, it, that's, that's kind of funny. It amused you, you me. Got, you, got, you, just, you, just, you just gotta go shrug that off, you know? It's just one of those things. Dude, like that's when I was negotiating with someone, and, yeah, and it's like you just you, you pick like it's like the way that it works in Starfield is like you've got like plus one answers, plus four, or whatever, and the mm-hmm. more points it's worth, the more risky it is. And I just did like the one, the plus one. It's like, listen, man, let me explain. And the game was like, no, and just no. like started the war. Like it's just like yeah, the guy was like, no. I'm like, well, that was great. Good, good, good talk. Good talk. Just happens sometimes. You just gotta kind of roll with it. And the thing is, like, in Baldur's Gate, there's also this option I had on where it's it's called Karma Dice, where your rolls will have kind of, like, balance each other out. Mm-hmm. I hadn't yeah. made a roll yet. The game just gave me a fucking one on that roll. Hell yeah. <laughs> that means you were going to get a 20 on the next one. You should have saved it. Uh, you should have kept going. <laughs> well, that's, that's in the past. That's in the past. Anyways, I feel like that's it's 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 it's, 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 it's it's that's the thing with these kind of RPGs like Starfield and Baldur's Gate though is it's like you get into that kind of spirit mm-hmm. and it's like me with like my restarting saves or no, I don't like this I'm not playing this right I go back and it's like I don't like that decision that I made go back it's like yeah it's weird because I feel like a lot of people just roll with the punches in these kinds of games like oh I made that decision I will live like lie in my bed on the that. first time I, I play a up. game like this I'll usually roll with the roll with it or if i am going to reset it it's because i decide before i do something that okay i'm just gonna do this for the fun of it and then i'm gonna reset it like mm-hmm. stabbing well, yeah, the yeah. guy in the face and fallout 4 i'm like i want to do this because it'll be cathartic but i'm going to let the story <laughs> yeah. play out as normal after yeah. that <laughs> yeah and well, then like, on yeah. like a next playthrough like in dragon age or something i'll like reload a whole bunch of different times to see what the different permutations are because I find that interesting. Yeah, it's it's just one of those things, right? Where it's like I'll accept something to a certain extent, but then if it's yeah. like everybody hates me and everything's gone wrong, and I'm like, would I rather go to bed at a reasonable time or spend the way stay up another hour redoing what I just did, just so that they don't hate stay me? Stay up I'm another like, hour to fix your mistakes, or stay I'm up like, another four hours agonizing over your mistakes. Yes, like, yeah, tossing and turning, going, Sarah hates me. I can't live like this. I need to. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
it's just it's just one of those things. But it's one. It's why I love these kind of games, though. Mm, it's yeah. it's you don't really get that from other experiences. So yeah, uh, it's cool. It's All cool. Right. All right. Nah, for real this you good? time. For real this time. I think that's gonna do it for this one. If I y'all been, home, before I die, yeah. if y'all have been playing Starfield, sound off in the comments. Let us know what you've been thinking. And if you haven't been playing Starfield, keep your opinions to yourself. And please, please call me an Xbox shell. It's what I've lived for for like the longest time. Like I really would appreciate it. Like that'd be great. Um Yeah, he needs someone besides me to do that because he knows I'm not He knows do you it don't mean it. Face. I just I just I just would love somebody to just call me an Xbox shell, just not knowing who I am and like how I haven't owned an Xbox in a decade. And I like, just like, yeah, I please do that. I would really appreciate it. Um it makes grew me feel up on the really PlayStation. Great. Literally owned, owned every single PlayStation has owned more Nintendo systems than Xbox systems. Like, just yeah, <laughs> please do. Um, I love that. That'd be great. Mm. Yeah. But no. So thank you all. Thank you all so much for listening slash watching. If you enjoyed, be sure to subscribe, leave a like, rate the podcast, all that Yahoo. Um, I still don't have the ability to put our links on screen, so pretend yeah, that the, the links just showed up below. on screen yeah check the description or those should description, be there yeah comments same direction <laughs> where are they who knows who knows oh i'm on the i'm, uh, I'm on the i'm on the bottom anyway. yeah dude you're, so, you're in the guest yeah. box subscribe it's like there it'll be like this i think i think hit that's that correct. like button i don't know hit that like button that's somewhere around here <laughs> um yeah. please um, Hunter and I will be back yeah. next week with something. Who knows? Mortal Kombat God is oh, and Ethan's gone. And Ethan's gone. Yeah. More... I'll have Gun the episode right now. <laughs> uh, I'll have I'll have Gunbrella and AK's a lot to talk about at the very least. Perhaps more. Hell yeah. Who knows? <laughs> and I can promise you I won't be here. It'll be fine. Next Maybe. time next next time you see me will be in my purple midnight lighting with yeah. at least decent internet. I can't guarantee anything <laughs> else will be decent, but um uh. and hopefully by next week I'll have sunk my teeth into Boulder's Gate a little bit more to have more Hell of an yeah. opinion on it. You'll but have to let me know how that goes. sunk his fun. teeth into it, or the vampire will sunk his teeth into him. Dude, I met the vampire. I saw him be a Did vampire. Did he sink his teeth into you? I let him sink his teeth into me, yeah. Wow, that's crazy. That's spoilers, dude. That's for next week. Oh, shit, you're right. Guess I gotta cut that out. No, oh, dear. Ah, why well, start now? Wrap this up. My internet could go again at any second. Yeah, thank you all for watching. We'll be back next week. Stuff is happening. Until then, have an awesome week. And yeah, see ya. Bye. Toodaloo.